Right now, Cowboys COO Stephen Jones joining us on your home of the Cowboys to talk about this and the other big storylines of the day with America's team. Good afternoon, sir. How the heck are you? Doing great. How you guys doing? Oh, we are doing fantastic here on a football Friday, and we look forward to talking about the game with you. If you don't mind, I'd love to get your thoughts on this a big storyline, unfortunately, with uh, Skip Bayless kind of stepping in it yesterday. What do you think about the way uh, Dak Prescott has responded to this uh, criticism regarding his uh, vulnerability here on mental health? Well, first of all, uh, you know, it, it goes without saying what we think of Dak Prescott, what he's accomplished. Uh, in his life in a short period of time, starting at Mississippi State and then running through, uh, you know, his first uh, uh, four years in the NFL, about to be five, he's rare. I mean, he he never blinks. Uh, uh, and certainly anything, uh, any obstacles that he has in his life, which we all have them, uh, there's not a doubt in my mind he handles uh, in uh, a rare way. And uh, that's the way Dak is. And uh, certainly we have nothing but tremendous amount of uh, support for him and what he's about. And uh, anything that he goes through, uh, shoot, uh, there's no one thinking of him more than we are. And uh, and obviously our, our thoughts and prayers are always not only with him but all our players. I mean, and for that matter, everybody in our organization, everybody – uh, has challenges, everybody has obstacles, and everybody deals with them in their own special way. And uh, we hope nothing but the best for, for anybody uh, that we're around, involved with, and uh, have nothing but support. He's been through some tough stuff, Stephen. Have you guys ever seen him falter or, or fail to be the, the strong leader? Never. And, uh, you know, he obviously has, he has been through a lot. Uh, he's been through a lot of ups and a lot of downs. And you know, any man who loses their mother, uh, I can't fathom. I have my mother. I can't fathom what I'd do without her. Uh, I don't know how I would handle if I lost her. And certainly he's had to go through that and then to lose, you know, a brother, uh, you know, another family member uh, so close. It's just uh, a lot for any young uh, young man to handle. And, uh, you know, he seems, you know, he seems invincible when you when you watch him. Uh, when you watch how he carries himself, when you watch him under pressure, when you watch him having fun, he's just, uh, you know, he's a man's man. And uh, we have nothing but support for him. Steven, last night with the NFL season actually getting underway, it was really kind of bizarre to me. The feeling was so much different because we're used to having this ramp up with all these preseason games and then it arrives. But this one just kind of arrived. Was it was it strange for you at all watching it with how the, the, the ramp up to this was just something we've never seen? Well, it was, uh, you know, actually once it got going, you felt great. I agree. It was like it was on you and you never got to ramp up to it. But I'll tell you what, it didn't uh, it didn't disappoint. What a hell of a game. Uh, two great teams, uh, obviously two great quarterbacks. Hats off to uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's. You know, he is now. I think they started off that way when the broadcast started. He's the face of the league, and, and rightfully so. He won the Super Bowl MVP and won the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, he's it's all in front of him, and he's certainly uh, anything and everything uh, a league could ask for in terms of uh, uh, who you want to represent you and who you want to be a part of uh, our league going forward. We feel like we've got someone very similar in Dak Prescott uh, right here in Dallas, uh, 
just represents everything the right way, everything you want to, uh, your organization to represent, everything you want you, uh, to have your league uh, be represented by. So, uh, but it, and then it was just great football. Two well coached teams. Uh, obviously, hats off Andy Reid. Congrats to him from last year, but he had his team prepared, and uh, uh, you know the Texans have a really good football team as well, but. Uh, boy, it was entertaining to watch, and uh, I just felt like uh, we put a great product on the field. Hats off to the league, uh, their medical staff for getting everybody prepared and getting everybody healthy, and uh, it was great to see it see it go off in uh, such a great uh, such great form. And I I do think it's one of the I think it's the most watched game uh, you know since uh, since the Super Bowl and. Uh, our most watched uh, television programming since the Super Bowl. So uh, obviously everybody tuned in for it, and I thought it was uh, uh, just uh, the game was great, and uh, it was what the NFL uh, uh, hopes to represent every time uh, we put a game on television. Andy Reid last night didn't look like he'd practiced with that face visor on. He was having a real bad (laughs) fog-up effect there. Is Coach McCarthy prepared with, with his facial equipment? Well, I'm sure he is. I mean, I, I'd seen Mike with a, uh, you know, with the shield on. They they go more for the mask, and uh, uh, but uh, to each his own. And uh, uh, who who's ever got a question what Andy Reid's done? One of the great football coaches to ever lead, Super Bowl champion, and uh, uh, certainly hats off to them. Stephen, I haven't ever had the chance to ask you this question since I've started in broadcasting here, but. Uh, what do, you know, guys like myself, the clowns of the world, that always say, "Well, why didn't they sign Dak Prescott two years ago?" You know, why? Why is what you know? You, you you say so many positive things about Dak and all that, and what he means to you and the organization and all that. What what am I missing here? What what am I missing oh, with Dak Prescott? It's, it's so difficult for us, even as you know, we've never not gotten a player signed that we wanted to get signed. I mean, that's. Uh, just how we go, but this one's been a little more difficult. And, you know, we're talking about a situation where he's going to represent so much of your salary cap. And uh, I think he understands where we're coming from. We're trying to get in a situation where we can keep Dak surrounded by uh, great players. Uh, you know, the only thing Dak's missing from Patrick Mahomes is winning that Super Bowl. Right. And, uh, and that's, uh, you know, that's what we want for him. I don't think he would ever question uh, our, uh, you know, our will and our our want to surround him with great players. I mean, there we pick C.D. Lamb with the first pick in the draft, and you know, loading him up to be as successful as he can possibly be. And uh, you know, I, I really don't have any problem with the situation, other than uh, you know, I, I, I admire him uh, because he never blinks. And uh, I will say this, I think he's, uh, you know, on hindsight, I wouldn't have said that to my son two years ago. I said run in there and take that big guarantee and sign <laughs> up. But uh, I, I do think he's made money uh, playing it out. We'll see uh, what happens with the cap and uh, how the virus affects our revenues for the upcoming uh, couple of years. But, uh, you know, in general, uh, barring something uh, like that, where we really, uh, you know, really sh- continue to struggle from a, uh, if we struggle from a revenue standpoint of no fans and, you know, reduced revenue, then that could affect his situation. But other than that, 
I mean, he's bet on himself and bet wisely. He's answered every bell, every call. And, uh, you know, I think anyone would tell you, I think Dak would tell you, I think his agent would tell you, he's put some very, very generous offers on the table. It's more principal uh, type situations on length of term. I think everybody's gotten their hands around that's the problem. And obviously, we want a long-term deal, because a longer-term deal, because we can spread the money out over more years and give us more room under the salary cap, so we can, uh, you know, keep these young, this young team, these young players we have uh, in and around back. And uh, you know, at the same time, he wants a shorter-term deal because he sees how successful the league's been. And uh, you know, the sooner you come up for contract, the sooner you'll get a bigger raise. And uh, you know, that's been the history of the NFL. So he's not at fault either. I have nothing but respect for where he's been. And up to this point, I don't think it's really hurt anybody. He's obviously going to make a lot of money this year. And uh, and we all know he's going to make a whole lot more money in the future. And uh, certainly uh, we want it to be right here in Dallas. Steven, I'm looking at your guys' injury report for today, and it says everybody was a full participant other than Jordan Lewis, who will not play Sunday night. Uh, but it was a walkthrough, right? So where are where are your three guys that are nicked up in terms of ability to play? Well, I think we've got a great chance with all of them. I mean, they'll all, we'll make those decisions as we get to L.A. and get out and let them warm up, and you know, like we always do. But, uh, you know, for the most part, feel good that uh, – you know, if needed, everybody can play. How confident are you, Law Collins will be good to go after the three weeks? You know, that's something we're just playing week to week. Uh, you know, I wish I had the answer to that. Uh, I think it's just uh, getting him in a in a good place. I mean, unfortunately, you know, with no uh, off season program, uh, you know, got a little behind the eight ball and then had an injury because just like all. All the other uh, 80 players that came to our camp or 90 when you cut to 80, uh, you know, everybody wasn't in the shape they're normally in when they go through uh, the off-season program, quarterback schools, mini camps. You just can't get there. And so, you know, one of the challenges everybody in the league's had is to, you know, go through these acclimation periods of getting players in shape. And certainly uh, Lyle's one of those guys. So we just uh, – it's a long season and we have to be uh, – uh, certainly mindful of uh, of that and uh, make sure we don't rush it. Start Sunday same goes night. with Sean Lee. Yeah, same with Sean okay. Lee. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. What kind of a Rams team do you have on your hands here? They've been to the, the Super Bowl recently. You guys tuned them up pretty good last December. How good is this L.A. team these days? Uh, well, they're always a handful. Uh, you know, as you said, they're Super Bowl. Uh, you know, been in the Super Bowl. Uh, Goff led them there. Uh, great young quarterback. Same vintage as Dak. Uh, you know, they got the best probably defensive player in the league in Aaron Donald. Uh, so, you know, they're going to be formidable and a great young coach with a great offensive mind who uh, knows how to move the ball. So we've got our hands full. Obviously, it's going to be special uh, to open up that new stadium. Uh, you know, somewhat uh, somewhat a little bittersweet in that there won't be fans in it because it is, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, I, I was Jerry and I always thought it was gonna. We didn't know if anyone could ever top our stadium. We certainly got our hands full competing with uh, the quality and how unique and how special uh, the Rams' new stadium is. Stephen, I know you're one of those guys, and when when I was working with you, always wanted to protect yourself with your personnel. Uh, do you feel like that you're going to that you have protected yourself at right tackle 
uh, going into this game and you know and not having to deal with something that happened with Chaz Green there several years ago. You feel like you're in a in a pretty good spot with at, uh, with that uh, with that position. We do. We uh, you know we've had uh, obviously uh, we signed Cam Irving uh, for that reason to be a swing tackle, and then uh, you know we've had a young a couple of young players in Steele and Knight who've uh, had good camps for us. So uh, we feel really good that we've got uh, good alternatives there, and uh, I feel like we'll get through that. Obviously. You know, it's a lit, you know, you're missing something when you miss a, a Pro Bowl type caliber player in Lyle Collins. But uh, I do feel like we've got the personnel that can get the job. With it looking like Joe Looney's the center and Connor Williams is the left guard, was the lack of preseason games and just the uniqueness of of how we got into this point of the regular season? Does that make it harder to have a competition for younger guys to make a run at those guys and try to take a starting job? It does. I mean, not you know, to be truthful, that 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 is a fact. I mean, it's just harder when you don't have as much time to get acclimated to learn the system. Obviously, we got a new coach, but uh, uh, new offensive system, new offensive line coach. You know, we had plans early on. Uh, you know, before the draft that we. Might work either one of the Connors at, at center as well. Uh, drafted by a Daz, and we just felt like, you know, unfortunately, Con- you know, Connor Williams was the incumbent, and he was coming off an injury, so he, uh, you know, he was really, uh, you know, couldn't just overdo him. And then uh, certainly Connor McGovern uh, pretty much was a redshirt last year. He was hurt, you know, pretty much fighting an injury from the day he walked in the door, and you know, never really got a, a chance to see him there where he played some center at Penn State so you know we just really felt like the, the the smart thing to do with a short period of time was to keep our buddy in their spot let the two Connors compete let the uh, Looney uh, compete with Baidaz and uh, and see what happens I think uh, Baidaz is coming along he's gonna uh, certainly continue to challenge Joe but Joe's you know one of the most liked guys being probably the most yeah. liked guy on the team and a great leader, great energy, and uh, he's the type of player you want on your team and certainly, you know, uh, a great guy to have there at center, uh, you know, directing traffic in the offensive line. Well, we sure enjoy Joe, and I'm sure you guys do too. We just we get a, a tiny little snippet of his personality, but he's outstanding. Steven, we appreciate your time as always. Give him hell Sunday night. We'll be pulling for you. Thanks a lot, guys. There he goes. Cowboys COO Steven Jones right here on your Home of the Cowboys.